Blog Talk Radio. All right, and we are back. It is the top of the hour. And we are going to get into our year review part two. MT and Mr. Jones is back. And so, Mr. Jones, man, I'm definitely I'm excited for all these top fives, man. I know that this is one of your favorite topics that we always do. And so, which one do you want to cover first for the top five? All right, let me go ahead and stir my drink a little bit. We're going to do a little bit different. Like, instead of, like, lists, we're just going to throw out names, and we're going to, together, as a group, come up with a top five together over time. Okay. So, the first thing first thing I just wanted to say, First thing I wanted to throw out there and just name some things about is what was let's get right to the shit, man, because I I'm happy. Let's get into the best hip hop album of two thousand nineteen. So two thousand nineteen I would say was a pretty decent and solid year for hip hop. We started to see a transition more away from, you know, the druggy music, trap music and all of that. And we're getting more back into the essence, more back into the hip hop. More back into albums with concepts and meanings, man. Although, of course, the Grammys never get it right. We promise real talk about real people here. We get it right for the streets. We get it right for the people. So, One of the albums of the year, I wouldn't say is the album of the year, but definitely needs some notoriety is Jim Jones' CD. Okay. That is definitely... Talk about there. it. That's... So one thing about that CD that I really liked was that it showed the growth in him as a man. It showed growth in him as an artist. It was a really polished album. And one song I really do love is State of the Union because he Mm -hmm. gives his own own take on politics and what's going on in the world according to how he sees it. And it's an honest and open song, and. The production by Heat Makers throughout the album and that song, incredible. And the Rick Ross feature made it perfect. And I just think that album, top to bottom, is one of them albums you just don't skip. And over time, in 2020 and beyond, we're going to continue to play songs from that album. So I definitely put that up there. What is one of yeah, the albums for those of the year of you all, for you? All right. I mean, just for all of you all that don't know, the name of the album is called El Capo. And, yes, it was. It was one of the better albums, so I agree. From the song New York City with Fat Joe um, to State of the Union. Um, He had a few other songs. He had something on there with Currency. Like, he had some tracks on there that I was just like, okay, uh, to whom it may concern. It was a lot of, you know, you had Benny the Butcher featured on there. Well, essentially, Griselda featured on there. It was a dope album. And I mean, I love it. So overall, hey. I agree. We could put that on the list. We'll keep it in. Uh, uh, I think it's probably it's, top it's, three. We keep it in consideration. We still have a lot more to cover. Cause All right, that's fine. The Jim Jones right, well, was great. Now, can I say one? Was... And I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, and you know, we got to mention my man YB and Cordae. Definitely. You said we got a mention. Solid track. Why be Corday Corday? album? Oh, yes. okay. All right. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yes. Uh, I don't Bobby know if it's Corday. better than Jones, but it's a great album. 
I mean, it you got to think about you got to think about the demographic that it reach, and then if you want to go into sales, I mean, we can always match that too or stream. I mean, it's the same thing now. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he actually yeah, had a but, couple of couple of hit songs. Uh, Jim Jones was a decent, right? solid project, but it wasn't a universal album like YBN Corday. Well, of course, because the difference is you got to look at who YBN Corday is signed to, and the machine being behind him. But Mr. Jones touched on it all when he said, we're talking about Jim Jones' progression. And then if you paid attention, mostly at the end of each song, what was he doing? He was playing news reports and everything, bringing light to police brutality, bringing light to, you know, our young brothers who's in the game, who's well-respected, dying and being killed and things like that. So that whole album, I mean, just from the production, from the features, Everything, to me, was done right on that album. He had a perfect album. It's just one of those you could just let ride from start to finish. Heatmakers did their thing. Greetings and salutations. But I don't think this is a better album, and I don't think this can be considered a top five because there's another album that I want to mention that's in comparison to these three. All right, hold on. And that'll be the finish. All right, hold on. Let Let me get one out. Yeah. So one of the albums that I want to mention, obviously, is Rhapsody, Eve, uh, album that was expired, inspired by That'll Bob be going Black for, Women. like, my top one. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, one I or mean, two. One or two. Yeah, years. I mean, that is my number one, personally. That's my number one. I, I always go back and forth between that one as number one and this album as well. They have to get this mentioned. Freddie Gibbs album, man. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Bad Diamond was a masterpiece. For that's how exactly he what I was about to go into. Yeah. yeah. And that's might why be I said that was in comparison with uh, the Jim Jones and Wappy and Corday album. Okay. And if anything, yeah. I would think that would probably branch in like maybe top five. Because there's still more albums that we got to cover from over the year before we even change right. the list. So that's why I was saying that was a mention. With the Freddie Gibbs. And okay. now, for all, for all my hip hop heads, a lot of people got this in the top five, but it's the album. It's actually Little Brother's album. Little Brother's album was fire. And the thing that kind of made that album very good is it's one of the first ones they did without Nice Wonder, and they still had the same sound and everything as they did over the years. So people will put that as an honorable mission. But personally, another album that might sneak in there. The only reason it's not up there because it's seven tracks is Benny the Butcher. That who? Was fire. Hold on, you were going Benny the Butcher's album. Okay. Benny the Butcher's album. Right. If we talk in top so five, it's not going to come in top five. Yeah, it's not going to come nah. in top five for me. It's, like, it's not it's top five. Songs. It's only seven yeah, songs. So, That's a knockoff. Yeah, no, it's not a complete body. It's I not mean, even It's that. a complete body just, of work. I'm not going to be hypocritical and say that, but it's just to me. Yeah. Yeah, for, for the things that we put on the list, like we talking about 15 to 20 track albums and where people put their heart and soul into it. So I'm not saying Benny didn't put his heart and soul into it, but that seven tracks, yes, it was good, but to me it wasn't better than anything that we've mentioned. Nothing. Exactly. Zero. Personally, 
no disrespect to Zelda now because they about to be the latest. I mean, cause be if you want to mention that, I about to say I can mention <laughs> a southern album, a southern album that most people are mentioning one of the most slept on albums, and I'm like, how yeah. is this even surreal? And that's Young Moody, which was slime real. Oh, another person you gotta mention. How did the career? I don't know. That's 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 this is one of those uh, like neutral zone albums that generated a lot of buzz. I mean, like like you said, MT. I'm not knocking the body of work and what he put into it. I mean, I will probably say if anything, he'll probably be top twenty, but not top five. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, another one that I'd. Uh, Another one that I've mentioned is the baby. I felt like he had a nice body of work. Yeah, he could sneak I can in say there. that off the Kirk album. Yeah, I Kirk don't album, think that's exactly. top five though. Because if we're gonna put that in the top five, then YG couldn't be mentioned there. Because YG had a great album this year. I wouldn't oh. say it was better than the babies. Yeah, I, that I like YG and the babies. I like YG's better than the babies personally. YG was better than the babies than me personally. I know, I know one album that knocked uh, YG's out the water, and that's the Two Chains, um, "Go Home" or "Go to the League," and that was so cool. And I don't even yeah, think that's top see. five. Uh, no, hell no, it's not top five. One of the knocks on this came out in January. That's one of the knocks on it. It came out early in the year, and honestly, it didn't even stand the test of time throughout that. Because when the last time you went back to the album? Who? Uh, which one? Two chains. Two chains. Yeah, I haven't uh, gone back to it times. at all. I a couple of times. I, uh, I listened to, to uh, what is the track? Uh, uh, God, I'm trying to think of the lyrics right now. It's the one that he was like, uh, something in my crazy, something like that. Um, it'll come back to me. Don't worry about it. But it's definitely, and and you know, in the playlist. So are y'all gonna put Tyler right. the creator? Well, I gotta be the dude. I mean, of course. I mean, if anything, I that'll mean, probably be like two or three. I mean, but to be is honest he with hip hop though? Can we? Uh, do we consider him hip hop? Okay, I can. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Is he hip hop? You get what I'm saying? And if we like, going on, ba- if we going on that base, then I, I would exclude that from our TMS list if we can all agree on that. Okay. Yeah. I. I. It is. I, it got flow. It got great production. His character I mean, outside Tyler, of his sir, 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 Miley Cyrus had flow on some of her don't, albums. Okay, that was produced by Mike Will. Made it. I'm not calling her hip hop though. <laughs> okay, but he it's 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 of that sound, but his character doesn't. Exudes hip hop, so I would say no, but it has that sound. I have to say, what y'all think I, about Schoolboy Q album? It was decent. Or Young Thug? What about Young Thug joint? No, nah, I can't that throw Young Thug in the top five. And they gonna lie to you, Young Thug joint was that decent. Now they gonna lie to you. Show us solid production. Let's talk about. Cause like Young yeah, Thug, okay. he had a nice couple of tracks, even within London and all that. Like, 
think, and that, I, I think that would be a hit. I mean, and obviously, but you got to think about his presence. Like that was screaming everywhere. Like everybody was playing that. He had another hit too, that was actually yeah. in the club, and I didn't even know it was Young Thug. You talking about Hot, right? Oh, was it Hot? Yeah, with the little baby. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everything. Little baby. You know, one one of them babies. Yeah, yeah let me mention y'all love on this hot. What? Did oh, we yeah. Did we mention Little Baby and Gunner. Yeah. No, and Travis Scott did the remix. Exactly. Yeah, so it was Little Baby and Gunner. Yeah. yeah. What y'all think about Meg album? Uh, I wouldn't. That's I not know. top five. Exactly. No. Definitely not top five. So, like, all right, so right now, what we agree on? So, we definitely agree on. Freddie Gibbs is one or Rhapsody two. Rap City is, t- is, is up Gibbs there. Freddie Gibbs. Jim Jones is up there, man. I don't know if you agree with it. Why be in Corday? I agree with Why be in Corday. What about Jim? What about Jim to you, Trap? I mean, Zeus. <laughs> um. I mean, right now I'm trying to think of another album that that's more in my playlist that I go to. And uh, I don't know. I mean, well, Jim Jones is definitely top five. If we put in Freddie Gibbs, because, like, you got to think about the Freddie Gibbs album. Like, oh, my, if you're talking about production and, like, how you was arguing me down between right. uh, YBN Corday and Jim Jones, uh-huh. then – it has to be. It has to be maybe top five. I still think yeah. the YBN Corday album was still better, like overall constructive though, because yeah. he reached every well, like got- I guess personal point of view that you could possibly aspect from his age though. Like you got to think about it. This is the young man doing this, so uh-huh. his ver his his album was very diverse. And it was hard. <laughs> so I can't take that away, though. Like, I, lo- I fucked with Jim Jones. Yeah, the production was great. But, like, come on, man. Comparing to that, I mean, it's it's not better than that album to me. It's well, this is a more recent album. I just think that it deserves uh, top five. Well, hold on. Another album a- I think that we're forgetting. The game. And to me. The game. Well, hold on. I right, think. Hold on. All right. Yeah. Uh, game is good. Game has never really had a bad album, in my opinion. But because of how late it came out, I'm not going to put him in the running for a top five for album of the year. But it is a good project. The problem is there's not enough people talking about it. But overall, that project is pretty damn solid. Now, album that I feel like, obviously, it got the commercial success that it wanted. Um, and it was another one that dropped around the same time as Tyler, the creator, caused a lot of controversy because he didn't make number one, which was DJ Khaled, father of Assad. Dope tracks on there. The only reason why I'm disqualified, and I'm throwing it out there to mention it, but I got to disqualify because it's a, essentially it's a compilation album. You're taking the best artists who are out right now, and they're doing songs together for you just for you to say, yeah, we the best. 
I'm not even going to disqualify it just because he did that, and it still didn't slap harder than these other albums that we mentioned. And he used hits from a year ago. Shining was on there. Shining's been out forever. That's true. That's a That's true. too. But uh, even though this came out recently, I mean, Cameron deserves a mention. Purple Haze 2 was a very solid project. Still not top five. Nah, it nah. ain't top five. Nah, it's not at all. But it's, I think music-wise in The Sleeper, but nobody really mentions it, is how Maxo's Cream album was, it was dope this year as far as his uh, production and how he tells his story and everything. And Jay-Z, mm-hmm. the one who organized the album, I thought that was a very mm. solid project, but mm. that won't really get out there. But that's a sleeper, though, Maxwell Crane joint. That's a okay. sleeper. That thing bang. All right. Still. All right. So, all all right, right, so, so let let's come up with a list. Hold, hold on, real quick. All right, hold on. Before we solidify the list, I just need to ask Trap one thing. Trap, is Gunner, like, what do you consider Gunner? Is he a gangster rapper? Is he one of those singer slash rappers? Like, what is he? Um, be real with you. I just heard some, I don't know, some allegations on you, man. Yeah, or, that's why I'm asking about it because so, if he's uh, not a gangster yeah, okay. rapper, so I don't hip. care about that. You hip. Yeah, I'm here. I don't know. Yeah. I don't a video know. Came I don't about, know. Yeah, yeah, a video came out about him snitching the Crime Stoppers, you know, back when he was young and he ain't. He wasn't on and everything, and he was basically cooperating with the police officers. Well, cooperating with the police on crime stoppers. Oh no! Oh, Randy Wagstaff, nigga. Exactly. So if he's a gangster rapper, then yeah, we gotta. We can't really take him serious anymore going into 2020. But then again, this new generation, they don't care. I mean, we literally got a guy who's really don't. everybody. He, he told on everybody, and he's going to be out next year, and I guarantee you people will be bumping his music, me included. But let's compile this list. It depends, though, All right, man. so who's he number one? have a nice feature. Well, yeah. Well, actually, I mean, well, all right, so who I have that's right, that's right now, number one, was Rhapsody. That's all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's start oh. from number five. Let's start from number five. Uh shoot. Um All right, so is. number five, I got Jim Jones at number five. Yeah, I'll probably say I have Jim Jones at number five. I agree. Jim Jones number five. Corday number four. Okay. Who's number three? That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't think we agreed on five. Uh what would be number three? Gibbs, possibly. A, no, Gibbs is two hundred one. I still I don't, don't know. know it might have to be. Well, to be honest with baby. you, I was going to say Travis Scott. That Astro World was that dope. I thought Astro World that was that was twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's twenty eighteen. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah Astro World is twenty eighteen. It was nineteen. It, it was 19. It'd be way up there. It was 19. Yeah. Yeah, it's 18. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Well, I know it's new, though, but I really like the Games album at number three. I, really no, I would not. Hell no. I, 
I'm not putting that. I'm not putting that. I'm not putting that over the Jim Jones album and and everything else. Yeah. No. I'll put the baby at number three first. I'll put the baby at number five. No, 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 no. I don't think that's number four. Change the list. The baby at number five. Baby at number five. Yeah, the baby at number five. I'm like that. All right, we can. I I I can agree with that. Even though that wasn't my favorite, I can agree with that. So the baby at number five. I like YG a little better. Number right, three, YBN. YBN. Number two would be Freddie, and then number one, I have Rhapsody. Uh, I want Freddie at number one. Well, no. yeah, I we can. can I, I can agree. Can't. I can't. I can't put that over. No. No. <laughs> no, no, no yeah. just, that's Trust it. me. That, Rhapsody, that was too dope. Rhapsody last three. Rhapsody last three albums can compare to a lot of dudes' best three albums in a row. Her last three albums are classic. Solidified, all three of them. They so are. yeah, I, I put you know, these are I'm, I'm the advocate. I put people on the rapidly. Like I've been an advocate of her. I'm not even gonna lie to you like, though. You know, just because y'all snub, uh, when we snub, <laughs> I say y'all sound like a Jew. But anyway, so <laughs> <just> when, <laughs> I was gonna put up Jaden Smith album. That joke was nah, dope. On the low. It was dope, but he I'm good. Nah, good. His album before that was fire. Which one? Sire. Sire. That's dope. The icon and all that. That joint was dope. Yeah. All right. All right. So the list is five the baby, four Jimmy, three YBN, I swear we're two missing Freddy some Gid. albums, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. We're missing some sleepers. But I, 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 I want to say. I want to say some legends came out with an album. Who? Who? Who just came out? Well, well I know Little Brother, but who are you saying? Zeus? Oh, no. I'm I'm trying to think. It has to be some earlier albums. I mean, Post Malone, not hip-hop. That's why he's not in there. Oh, no. I'm definitely not thinking about Post Malone. Ew. Ah, uh, nah, he hell, nah. I, I didn't, you know, I ain't even mess with what? that. Uh, way Mr. Future. What about the Wizard? Oh yeah, that was one of my albums, man. I love that album. That's in my personal top five. That shit, crazy. The Wizard. I ain't gonna lie, trap. That was a complete body of work from Future. It was. For the, it just for the, other the problem was. Yeah, the the problem was with Future's album was it came out in January, and so I think it was like January seventeenth or something. So it did same day. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie to you. I knock out the baby for the wizard. Yeah, I would too. I forgot all about the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah, too. That, I'm sorry, the baby. Another one too. Another one too is DJ Mustard. Joe. I thought that was fire, and then we forgot about. No, uh, if we did, no, uh, if no, we not no, put no. Khaled in there, we and can't put Dreamville? much. What about Dreamville? What about Dreamville? No, Dreamville, Man, Dreamville was alright. It was alright, but we still can't do that. It, yeah. it just wouldn't be right. Put the Wizard at five, man. I don't. All right, put the Wizard at five. Alright, hold on, hold on. Let me make this final. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, make the list, try so we I mean uh Zeus so we can post it later on. So number five All right, is so the boom. Yeah, number five is And what the was number four? Jimmy. 
Jimmy, no damn YG. Jimmy at number four. Three is YG. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, but nah, that's my personal. Yeah. That's like well, that was one of my personal fives. That that was probably been. That, I, I probably would have slid that in like five, five point five, <laughs> <laughs> tied it with somebody. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie uh, to you. We'll give YG honorable mention. Um, so number five <laughs> is the wizard. Sorry, the baby. Uh, number four is Jim Jones. Number three is YBN Corday. Number two is Freddie Gibbs. And then number one, do we all agree on rap team? E. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, man, I was listening to that joke yesterday. <laughs> I listen hey. to it every day. That is something that's always in my rotation. And that joke with Queen Latifah, that's my jam, dog. I exactly. still so impressed by that. <laughs> that's why might, that might be tracking the year, real talk. But we solidify it. So, real quick before we get to the next one, name one artist you say going to break out in 2020, real quick, before we get to the next one. When you say breakout, what do you mean? Like drop an album and it be fire? Nah, pretty yeah, much please. just take over the rap scene. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I I, I don't only think of an album. I'm just thinking about like just taking over the rap scene. It only yeah. have to be an album, features, anything. Just like okay, if that man yeah. or that woman is on an album or a track, it's fire. Uh-huh. So you think year gonna be in 2020? Period. Who year you think gonna be? It's got to be K Dot. He let J Cole, he let J Cole do a thing in 2019, and J Cole was literally on everybody's album, everybody from Offset to to um to 21 Savages. He was on everybody's stuff. He had an incredible, incredible run in 2019, and so now to me, or was that 2018? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just concurrent. Oh. I, he's still oh. just been doing features and features. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah, mean, you know, for yeah, the piggyback off of that, it. you say Kendrick, I say Rihanna. You say Ooh. Rihanna? Okay. Yeah, because she's been silent. She's just been chilling. Chilling. And I don't know. Like, she's just waiting on a breakout yet. Waiting for the yeah, mega stars I mean, just to go said, ahead and calm down and just take over. Yeah, and they said she got two albums coming. One is going to be a reggae, then the other one is going to be like a regular R&B joint that she's going to drop. So that should be good. Also, another R&B artist I feel like that we need something from. But if the girl, if the lady that you mentioned, Rihanna, drops her album, then he should probably drop afterwards because if he releases it before is going to mess them up. So he needs to find out what her release dates are and go after her. And that's Miguel. Who? We ain't get nothing. We ain't get nothing from Miguel on uh, 2019. And he had you know a fire-ass album in 2018. You know what? That might be fire. true. Fire. Yeah. I, I, like, I love Miguel, so yeah. But I got two people. One is J. Cole because I'm really anticipating the fall-off. I'm really anticipating how that's going to go. And another one, he's up and coming. I think D Smoke's gonna have a good year when he comes out with his solo project, his first LP. Because I think he had a great 2019 when the hustle was and then being on the feature with Game and all that and all the videos he's been doing. I think D Smoke might have a good year, personally. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Just just off his recognition and just 
who he is, if he just get that major mainstream feature, like radio play feature, oh, he's going to be good. So, yeah. other than that, I mean, I can't think of anybody else unless Megan Thee Stallion bring the peace and she have a breakout year for uh, women's rap when uh, the summer breaks back up. Or Cardi. And probably or get Cardi, Cardi and Nicki on the track. If that happens, that would be dope. I'm very and, curious to see how Cardi's next album going to sound. And if she brings, a, like, an all-rap female tour... Oh, she crushing it for the whole year. Like, an all-rap female tour, that would probably be, like, the first thing that ever done, like, I don't I don't know what the headline would be, but I can picture a couple of names. That's going to be hard, though, because you got to, it's a lot of situations and a lot of labels that's going to have to come together. Because, like, all these female artists. It's a, it's a tour, though. I mean, you still have. It's a tour, I mean, but it's a lot You still got like the city there. girls. You still got uh, who else? Um, yeah, but here's the thing, though. Sweetie, you know, you you might have some R and B act. You know, you might have you know, yeah, Ari Lennox. You know, Stone Stonewall, uh, Summer Walker. You know, so it's still know. some Let's nice headlines that you can go ahead and do. That can take over the bus for the summer. A tour might not work out because their personalities and everything, but a festival would be perfect. Yeah, I think a festival, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, not a tour, but a festival, I like that as well. But yeah. And then I I have to be headliner. (laughs) Rats to be headliner, for real, for real. You said who? And also, you said Russ? Yeah. Rhapsody, Rhapsody, Rhapsody. (laughs) Oh, Rhapsody. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. that'd be dope. Yeah, she can perform. Yeah, but but you know what else too though? We need to see um along with Cardi, we need nah, another album from Cardi. I don't see that happening, we need a culture though. three. I do. She took the whole twenty nineteen off. And we need a culture but three, she, in my opinion. She's been doing so much. Like I wanna see actually from Migos? right now. Like Yeah, we need the Migos. We need a Migos album in twenty uh twenty. Hmm. I don't know. I think they trying to lean back right now and trying to find a different wave. I don't think they same rap styles is going to cut it. I wouldn't be surprised if they start signing people in 2020. Because it looks like they are well, progressing to like another level. Well, they are. Well, they producing, you know, like I said, QC and everything is doing their thing now, getting in the box. They did rid of a flow, too. And they did rhythm and flow. They sure did. <laughs> so yeah, and that's a season two coming. So, and then it is—I don't know, man. It's just like Cardi. I wouldn't say distracted. I don't know if she's focused on music. I know she's doing other things, but I'm just very curious to hear how this next album going to be. From who? I don't even think she. From Cardi, I don't even think she's recording right now, personally. Hell no, man. She probably just living life. If anything, that's what I do. I mean, shout out. She just they just got that new crib, you know, she gave everybody the tour of her all set new crib. A little six million dollar joint in Atlanta. It's beautiful. You know. Hold on, first of all, hold on hold on, do me a favor. 
when you mention a mansion and something that's $6 million, please don't say little. Please don't say little. <laughs> that ain't no drop Sorry. in the bucket. Luxurious, luxurious mansion. My bad. Luxurious. I appreciate it. Right, you you go, go, that's what the so, average person so, can go out there and buy. So well, we deal with it, the list. Yeah. Let's, let's give back. Rob City, right, Freddie get... Gibbs, Robbie and Cordae, Jim Jones, Future. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's the list. That's YG. Take that. You don't stop mentioning that IG shit? I, was I mean, on that the YG. When the homie got sick. Like, nah. hey. but, um, <laughs> All right, let's get into movies, man. All right, let's get into movies. Let's throw some movies out there. Um, first man. one I'm going for. I mean, that's easy. Come on. I got that in mind. What about you, uh, Zeus? I mean, we. I mean, come on. Let's might as well get out the obvious. And. I guess put Avengers it in top tier spot. We right. no, we, we, put the, we got the Irishman up there. Irishman, uh-huh. if anything, everybody's thinking that's top top tier. So we can always debate that. We sit that on the board, and we say end game. I say yep. that's Avengers definitely Endgame. that's definitely going to be in there somewhere. I wouldn't say it, it could get bumped out the top five. There's a lot it of great movies that came. I out. wouldn't be mad at it if it did. All right, um, another one I thought did definitely. You know, my other obvious is Joker. I think Joker is up there. Of course, that's another obvious one. So yeah, Joker, easy. Like Murder Mook says, easy. All right, another one is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Haven't seen that yet, so I can't really give an opinion on it. Uh, another one would be John Wick Three. Uh, I can't necessarily put that in there. Um, it was good, but let me ask you this: since you want to put John Wick Three in the top five, what's the difference between John Wick One and Two and Three? A lot of killers. My point exactly. I just, no. I'm just mentioning it. My point it. exactly. I I ain't gonna put that in my top five. I'm just mentioning good movies of that year. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, no, because it, it's literally the same movie. Like, let's be real. All he's doing is just finding different ways to shoot some damn body. I'm good. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, you got us? you got Dolomite. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's I, I can. Okay, so you can see us. That's okay. It it could be there. It could fit there. What about Dolomite? Is my name. I like Dolomite, but I don't know if all I don't know if it was appreciated like it should have been. In my opinion, I thought it was a dope movie, but I just don't know if it was appreciated like it should have been. Yeah, but you know why? I think a lot of people looked at it from the wrong lens. They saw Eddie Murphy making a comeback, and they automatically thought comedy. But this is actually motivational, inspirational, from how this dude came from nothing and built this brand. Pretty much exactly like cracking and essentially <laughs> exactly and essentially bet on yourself. That's basically what that movie taught me. Believe in yourself, bet on yourself, know your worth. Because you know that's one of the biggest black exploitation movies of all time in that era in the seventies. So that get a lot of mention and the budget. He had no budget. 
Eddie still made a whole movie out of that. That actually did yep. decent in theaters. Yes. That's the issue. That's the issue. People looked at it from the wrong lens. Because we look at it exactly. for an Eddie Murphy comedy movie, you're not going to like it that much. It's not going to be your favorite movie. You have to keep mm-hmm. a couple of shits. And, but if you look at it as a motivational movie or as a person that's an entrepreneur or in entertainment and media that don't think they have the great shot, sort of like this platform here, that mm-hmm. motivates you to take it to that level. That shows you that all you need is just some, you know, piss of vinegar and some intestinal fortitude and some courage to get out there and make something happen, you know? Nah, absolutely. That's why. So what? Go ahead. So that's why I will put Dolomite up there. I mean, other movies, uh, Shazam. That was a good. That was a decent movie, like for DC. It was also Aquaman. I don't think that's Aquaman. top five though. Just name. No, I'm just I naming stuff. Yeah, we just naming stuff until we uh, agree on something. Uh, what about it, Chapter Two? Because y'all know how bad sequels are this day and age, and they actually did their thing on this one. It was actually, it, it I actually it. had some moments that made you even jump. For, even for not being a fan of the X series, I think it's still considerable. Okay. Just because, like you said, it still had those scare factors and then also franchises that go on from a movie. Even just the remake. Just going from that from the original hor- like horrible movie that it was, and people were still scared from that, and the remake, and then the sequel, like, eh, it was kind of dope. Oh, uh, that was about glass. Think- nah. Mm. Nah. It's not gonna make it. Glass. Yeah. What about? Oh, man, hey, man. What? We can get. When they see us. What about it had a good thought up. It had a good thought up. When they see us ain't a movie, man. I got that for the shows. When they see us is not a movie. I got that so for you, TV oh, shows. Well, right? Like a mini yeah, series. Yeah, it's a series. Yeah, that's a well, series. Well, it needs to be missing somewhere. You what about what? Aladdin Online? What about Aladdin Online King? No and no? No and no. No and no. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about man? All right, so did we mention us? Yeah, Definitely. I mentioned us. Yeah, we already mentioned that. Well, that's in there. Oh yeah, yeah. that's in there somewhere. I, I'm, I'm sure because if anything, all right. So what we what do we have for five first? Because I know we got the Irishman somewhere between one and three. I, I know we can agree on that before we knock it out. It's one. <laughs> I don't even think it's a one. I mean, I'm okay with yeah, the one. I don't know. It's, it it could be five. arguably knocked out, though, from one. Cause, because, I mean, the Iron Man was all right, but it still was like a Ooh. long, paced on movie with a lot of nah. characters. So. Nah, you can't. Uh, I'm not knocking that out at all. I'm not knocking that out at all. That has to be one. Three. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's one or two. I mean, because if you want to go with that, that makes, you can, that, put, that you can arguably. You can arguably do that with the Avengers. No, you can't. You can't. Why not? Well, if we want to. All right. So look though. All right. So if we go on that. We can go on sales and actors at the same token. Mm-hmm. That's cheating with Marvel. That's cheating with Marvel though. How's that? Exactly. 
because you're taking literally you. the best we superheroes, talking, putting talking, them so. in one movie and telling them to go kill a guy. So yeah, that is cheap. So then it's number one then. So Avengers number one. So that's what you're telling me. Hell no. Because they cheated. Fuck no. Hell no. But you got to think about it. The Irishman was limited release in theaters and it came out on Netflix. The Avengers was worldwide released. Worldwide. We talking about, exactly. We we talking about Avengers, bro, was released over there in China, in England. Like, it's worldwide. It was a global release. Okay, what's your point? Nah, point nah, I'm I'm just talking about the best movie if, if all that aside that which movie would you watch which three hour long movie would you watch between the Avengers and the Irishman Irishman not, not even close I don't know I told you I told y'all I've only watched the Avengers one and a half times I've watched the Irishman probably about three or four since it's been out I watched the, I watched the Irishman at least five times I watched cause why Avengers cause long. you fell asleep on it right no, oh. not at all. No, because it's Martin. Okay. I like the, the art. Acting, yeah, because it's acting. Acting. Yeah, and it's Martin Scorsese. We talking about one of the best directors, one of the best directors of all time. Like, come on, you. Joe Pesci back gangster film. Al Pacino. Exactly. Robert and Robert De Niro. Like, come on, man. Like, you're not going to tell me still to this day that you don't watch Casino and Goodfellas. If you if you tell me that you don't, you're a liar, dude. <laughs> he probably exactly. does. I do, though. Yeah, I mean, look, 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 look. Don't, don't judge me, sir. Okay. <laughs> you don't know what I watch. <laughs> what you, you be watching, Zeus? Baller blocking? Is that what you be watching? Baller blocking? Oh, no, nah, man. Okay. No, 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 I'm, I'm still watching Bally, man. Hot Boys hey, with Shocker. That's actually a classic. I ain't no damn classic. Oh, this bad Get the hell out of here. I ain't gonna lie to you. He, he, <laughs> that's like power before it started. This is a movie for him. It is. You're absolutely right. That might have been the first power. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But anyway, uh, so we got... What about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh, that's actually dope. I mean, if y'all haven't watched it, it's I haven't I watched it. it. It's 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 hilarious. I mean, Molly not they have the pictures. They have the pictures of like great Hollywood legends, and they did. They did. They did. They 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 did. Shit on him. They made him so arrogant. And like he didn't know what was going on, like he was just, I don't know. It was it was a bad depiction on that, but it was still hilarious in a way. Like they made it. I don't think they could have made his character based on his true life and still made that movie great about his role. I think people still would have had like, oh, why he didn't make his role more interesting, or why was he more involved in this? Like so, yeah, whatever. So I'm just going to go past on that. Uh, I see both sides on it. It still was bad, but either way, it still would have been a bad depiction of who Bruce Lee was because nobody really knew who the hell he was. But the people that was close to him, that was his family. 
So, going on to say that overall movie, it was kind of dope. Um, top like five, that, that I don't know. I mean, what do we have at five right now? Honestly, I throw Queen and Slim. I throw Queen and Slim in there, number five. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Queen and Slim was nice, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not even gonna lie to you. This, this, uh, little, I don't know if y'all watched it, but the purse, like, it's literally arguably, I mean, arguably number five for me. What? What movie? Parasite. I haven't seen that. <laughs> no, I ain't seen that either. What? You you gotta watch it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You watch it. Hey, you you, you, you well go watch. Mind. All right, all right, but I got Queen and Slim in my number five. <sighs> oh, but probably once upon a time there in Hollywood. Like, you ever watch like some of the all right, so it's it's the best way to relate it to me is like if you ever watch like some dog millionaire. Like you like you don't know anything that's going on, particularly going to this movie, but it has a story plot. Once you get to the story plot, it's 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 intriguing. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It's not like one of those regular movies that you pretty much know like the main actors, like you really get baited into the movie. And with that being said, shit, I got a couple of other movies that can probably make the list, but probably won't be on here, which is like a lot of fucking Netflix movies. Like, shit, I should put Netflix right. on there as a whole for top. I think Netflix should be like top five, like movies. <laughs> then we can go into theater movies. And, I mean, I get what you're saying, but no, nah, I mean, we can break it down from the movie. Only reason why I have Queen and Slim in there is because of the messages and everything that were behind that movie and how you can, you know what I'm saying, like how some things is literally left up to your interpretation, sort of like the movie Us. Like, I got Us at number four. I like Us at number four, and then I like It Chapter 2 at number three. But the thing is, I would put Joker at number two. And I don't know if you like, did you like Joker too? Did you put that in your top five? Mm, nope. Wow. See? It's going to be a tougher top five. We're going to come up with some movies. I mean, I got Joker. Yeah. I actually have Joker as number one. But I'm not mad at being a number wow. two. I Joker got Joker number one. two. But why? Well, because I just, yeah, like, I was about to say, like, like, here's the thing. Yeah, like, here's what I tell people, because people always be like, oh, you know, number, uh, Joaquin, I mean, yeah, Joaquin wasn't better than Heath Ledger, and I always tell people, yes, he was, and the reason why I say that he was better is because Heath Ledger just had to be one way during the entire movie, which was essentially crazy. Joaquin had to be essentially three different people. He had to be a son who was, you know, looking for his father, looking for the love of his father. He had to be the loser at work. He had to be the the wannabe comedian. And then he had to turn sinister. 
So he had about three or four different roles that he had to portray in that movie. And for him to be able to do that, and then the weight loss and everything that he did to make himself look anorexic, there was a lot that went into that movie that people don't give him credit for. That final scene, man, that's iconic to me. That's going on the test of time when he got the glass and cut the smile on his face. That was a great scene. That was shot wonderfully. Man, I, I want to pick up a piece of glass right now. I want to pick up a piece of glass and cut my face just from that scene. That was a great man. That was shot wonderfully. Like if you're like a film, like if you're a film like student or anything like that, that is the shot you want to follow. That was a great, great shot. But I mean, I got Joker at number two, Irishman at number one though. Because I think Irishman is one of the movies that can make all decades. That was that was a great movie that I'm going to watch years and years from now. But would, uh, you, uh, uh, would you rewatch Joker though? Yes. It what was the question the that you asked? You asked what would, I watched. Would you would you rewatch the Joker? Hell yeah. Think about this list. I've already watched the, the Joker again. It's the best movie right, I've ever seen. The Irishman. Dennis. All right, so Irishman Joker. Oh. It uh, what about the Avengers? Avengers oh, or Queen shit, of Slim? man. I'm not even going to lie to you. Then I'm, I'm, to me, personally, I'm going Irishman and then Avengers. Or if anything, Avengers, Avengers and then Irishman. I can see Avengers top three. I can't, yeah, but I can't put Avengers over Irishman. Like, I'm just sorry. I can't. Oh, no, I won't. No, I won't. But I, that's why I said Avengers number three. I was number one on my list. Hey. Well, then if anything, like, then it should be number two. Avengers oh, and number Joker two. I can't, over, I can't put Avengers over Joker either. Because just for the simple fact that Joker was oh rated off, so can't was able to go a, to another level. I can't oh, put Avengers man. over Joker. Can I, can I say some things about the Avengers I didn't like, though? Why sure. Thanos yeah, couldn't put ahead. up a fight? Why Thanos wasn't more than Thanos in the comic book and he couldn't put up a better fight? Why Marvel couldn't wait a couple of more months to cut the deal with Fox so X some X Men could be on there? What the hell happened to the Silver Surfer? There's a lot of stuff that I didn't like that they could have depicted the comics more in that story. I thought they kinda of pretty much ran through the Infinity Stone series. Honestly. Man, talk that shit. It should have been more talk that shit. Eternals and the X-Men and all that. 
I think it's uh, I can't think of it right now. But anyway, even if still, you can't sit here and live and say that the Avengers of watching that movie from beginning to end versus who are we knocking that out for? Joker? From beginning to end? You going to sit there and watch Joker? Yeah, because here's the difference. This is what I'll say about Avengers and Joker. Avengers had some dry spots with dialogue. With Joker, here's with Joker. Like, Joker had you... It was all the way dry, pretty much. It, you literally had to you just kind of pay attention. You crazy. Nah. Nah. I disagree. Joker definitely wasn't dry. Um, if it didn't... If it wasn't comedy, it had you guessing, like, damn, like, did they add a new plot twist? Like, is Batman's father really Joker's father? And then you found out at the end that his mother was crazy and suffered from the same, and he suffered from the same thing as his mother. Like, and then that's when he pretty much loses all hope. And he's just like, you know what, F it. Like, it's just time for me to go insane. And nobody's going to stop me from going insane. And I want the world to know my name and know who I am. Like, I'm sorry, dog. You can't discredit that. You can't, in my opinion. Like, you just can't. Endgame was good, but it just had some dry spots where I fell asleep on it. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep on Endgame. One thing I like is DC went as far as to actually do a movie, a depiction of how a villain became a villain. Pretty much the most iconic villain in comics. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't see Marvel doing one on Loki. You feel me? Well, they are, though. They're actually doing a series, though. And that John made shit on a Disney couple Plus, of series right? because he's supposed to be in multiverse. And that's actually even breaking down multiple plots of what they about to come up with their upcoming movies. So, I don't know. I mean, Marvel always leaves gaps and, I guess, would you say, uh, dry dialect or dialogue just because they can implement something else in the future. So that way you're like, okay, I can see why that was said that way. That's why they're going in that narrative. Yeah. But here's another thing too, though, with Joker, like literally when you find out like his disease and how he's been hallucinating, like him having a fake relationship with the girl and her daughter that lived in his building. Like, all of that type of stuff. Like, the movie kept you guessing. And quite frankly, it leaves you wanting more. Because after all of that happened, now you're ready for them to reboot Batman and say, okay, how are they going to merge all of this into it? And we're ready to restart or reboot the whole Batman series again. Like, I'm ready for it. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready, as long as Joker's going to be in it. Yeah, but, man, the guy they playing Batman, though, that's going to be tough. They got the dude from Twilight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they messed up on that one. But who knows? I mean, DC pulled a rabbit out their ass with that one. All right, so what's the bona fide list? So what do we have at number five? What's number five? Do we have Queen and Slim? Do we have Hit Chapter 2? Like, what are we doing? All right, man. And um, it' going to have to go at number five. I like it at number five. All right, so it at number five. All right, so I'm fine with that. Number four, what do we have? 
Do we have us at uh, number four? All right. I agree. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm in debate. I'm in debate for between us and Queen of Slim. Wow. Okay. Case, so uh, you really are. Yeah, I'll take us over Queen and Slim just because us, man. Us was more thought provoking. Like Queen and Slim, while I appreciated it, I'm not gonna say that it was predictable, but it was just one of those ones. Like, like when you saw us, you was like, wait, man, I need to watch that movie two to three times a night. I need to do research. You didn't need to do research for Queen and Slim. It just got straight to the point. Black people are being brutalized and you know, taken advantage of by police officers were automatically assumed guilty without anybody hearing the story, and our life is a struggle in America. That's pretty much what you get from... But then, my point from that, though, was... Uh-huh. Like, we're going off of it, and if we're going off of sequels, or its counterpart, it wasn't better off, I mean... Than the first movie that they came out from, which was Get well, Out. But Get Out, but us wasn't. But this is the thing: uh, Get Out was more so about racism. Us was about class. Yeah, no, I mean, so, but I, I mean, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying from its counterpart, like going on to the next movie, it's just like ah, we get we just kind of going yeah. with this direction. But, but it's not kind of threw us in a loop. Right, you kind of gave me a Wale verse right here. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta, I gotta listen to it over and over again. You could have you could have made it a little bit more simpler. Like, I don't know. Like you ain't had to get Wale mixed with Lupe in a verse for me real quick. Well, I don't I don't even think Lupe does that now. Like at least <laughs> give them to you in a strategic way. But I mean me personally, I just don't consider me personally, I don't consider us as a sequel just because of the simple fact of it's different characters, it's a different setting. Like, it's more so just using classism and telling people to basically be grateful for what you have because at the end of the day, you can only blame you for not succeeding, and we need to stop blaming others in a way. Like, that's pretty much what I got from us. But then you had to go deeper into it, find out, you know, the Bible meanings and everything, and find out what are the things that keeps us from progressing in life. So technology and social media. Um, us always trying to compare our lives to others versus focusing on what we have. You know what I'm saying? So it's different stuff like that. So it's more so classism where Get Out was attacking racism and so was Queen and Slim. And to me, Queen and Slim also taught me that it's hard to trust your own people as well as other people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, man. Number three is Avengers. Yeah, oh, yeah number three, I got Avengers. Yeah, yeah, number three is Avengers. We still, it's a toss-up for five and four. Um, yeah, it's still a toss-up. I want to have Queen of Slim in the top five. I'm okay with it not being in there. But to me, us needs to be in there. And if we want to take it chapter two out to put Queen of Slim in, I'm fine with that. So what are we doing? Are we keeping Queen of Slim or are we keeping it chapter two? Yeah, let's make a vote. To I me, like I don't think – I don't know. I mean, personally, to me, if, if this is our top five, 
I don't think it is better than those two movies. I don't think it is either, and I'll, I don't think it is better either than Queen and Slim, just for Lena Waite finally having final cut, you know, having the final say-so and everything, and it basically being her movie. Like, there was a lot that went into it. Like, we know that there wasn't a, a lot of, you know, riffraff and everything when it came to It Chapter 2, but Queen and Slim, like, there was a lot of pressure on her shoulders to essentially make the perfect movie. So right, I'll so I'm in the green, man. Queen yeah, and Queen Slim, Slim, number five. Us, four. Vengeance, yeah. three. Joker, two. Irishman, one. All right, Perfect. I'm good with that. All right, I'm good with that. All right, TV shows, let's do it. Uh, I think we all going to, we might all agree with this one, but Snowfall definitely in that list. Oh, snowfall! Yes, sir. Yeah, snowfall <laughs> yeah, definitely needs to be in there. Ooh, cause I was oh like, yeah, I, I mean, because I watched so much stuff this year, and I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to go through and find out, you know, all the stuff." But yes, thank you, my brother, for reminding me. Snowfall is definitely in there. All right, we got snowfall over there. All right, we'll, we'll, now we'll figure one. out where we're going to rank it. Yeah, we'll figure out where we're going to rank it based off of the other stuff that we throw out there. All right, when they see us, that's in there. Definitely. Mm. I no mean, question. that's a tear-jerking. So, yeah, that's a tear-jerking. All right, that's so look. So, look, you know, I don't think that we should put that in this category. You know why? Why? It's because it's a two-part series. It's not. No, it's a not. TV no, it's show. Not. It's, oh, no, it's not. It's, it's like five, five or six episodes. Yeah, it's like five or six. It's a miniseries. It's a miniseries. Yeah. Like the corner. Yeah. So, but it's a miniseries, and it only came out for one year. Versus it don't where matter, these shows that we're bro. comparing. Nah. All right, all right, it's cool. It don't matter. I mean, that to the me, impact that it as, has, as impactful that it is, I cannot say. I can throw out all this structure from shows that have been going on for five to six years or three to four years. It is, it, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll throw it all out right, there. Parker, we'll, 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 get back. Parker I don't know. Parker, Parker, Parker. I got one, though, right. for the anime fact. It's Dragon Ball Z. The latest one. Well, I haven't seen it. Like a, I haven't like, seen it. So, I, I saw the movie. That's one of the with Jared? No, that's I saw the I saw the I saw the movie, but I didn't see the I didn't get to see the series like that unless I was watching and didn't know I was watching it because it was a bunch of shit that released yeah, on YouTube. Fine. That's the, that was the series, the Japanese series they had this year. And they we doing TV shows like that. This this is a wide this is a wide genre. And we'll never really base the media. Because I'm about to say, that's yeah. more anime. And we'll, we'll yeah, I exactly. have to leave that that's up it. to his own genre. Because that's if exactly. anything, that'll it's probably be like number one for me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's the last one. Yeah, yeah. Nah. All right. Uh, yeah, no. of Harlem. Godfather of Harlem up there. Godfather of Harlem. It is. I mean, it had a good first season. Godfather of Harlem was definitely good. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be in my top five yet. we got to continue to throw some more out there. Um, to me, one of the ones that you all may not agree with, uh, but I do, is a Handmaid's Tale. I rock with that. 
Which, uh, what is it? Handmade Tales is on Hulu. No, you talking about it's decent. It's a decent show. I like it. It's decent. I mean, I like The Purge a lot. Cause I know y'all the probably see it. But nah, I, I didn't see was, this season. Yeah. Okay, this so this season was good. good. It's way better than last season. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, to me, I don't one, know. I, I don't know. Throw up there, um, the Walking like Dead. No. Walking Dead? No? Okay. No. 911. You said no. 911 was good. Yeah, and 911 took a break that and came back. Show. Yeah, 911 is great. It's a dope ass show. I'm going to tell you who let me down this year. Freaking uh, American Horror Story. They let me down. That, that This season was. It, it just wasn't that good. It was. I'm not gonna say it was ass. It just wasn't that good. So, I like nine one one though. I do. And I like. We all Power agree. Power. Then, yeah, Power ain't making it. Power. Power not making it. And I'm gonna tell you another one that's not gonna make it. And people, I hope people oh. agree with us. Game of Thrones. The way that they ended their season, that shit was ass. Yeah. Uh, I got watched on my show too. Since since What's we threw on that one season shows and that time was hilarious. This is the boys that was on Amazon Prime. I haven't watched that, but I would. Young, mind oh my god, it's too hilarious. Yeah. Not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, it's up there. That joke is there. I put it up there. Uh, up there. To me, I like I like Watchmen. Watchmen was good in my opinion. The Watchmen is decent. Not even gonna lie to you. Yeah. Did y'all see The Witcher yet? Did y'all see The Witcher yet? Mm-mm. No, I haven't seen that. I've been hearing good reviews heard, about it. I heard good reviews about it, but I haven't seen it. I haven't finished it yet, but it's pretty dope so far. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think right now, between anything, I have to put, I think The Watchmen right now, how how good it's doing, that's pretty much like, out of everything that we mentioned, that's pretty much up there. But if we're going on file list, that'll probably be like our number two right now under Snowfall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To me, Snowfall was number one. Like they reached another level this season. Yeah. Like, and they reached yeah. a level that I didn't think that they could reach. Like they, they went off this season. Uh, what y'all think about the shot? You think that should be mentioned up there? Yeah, but I think it t- it took the turn oh, for the worst. Uh, once uh, the main character got under those uh, those sexual allegations on the job, so no misconduct. That's when the story right. It's just misconduct. It's misconduct. Misconduct. Sexual. My bad. My bad. Misconduct. Yeah, please don't get us too. <laughs> All right. The only reason why the shower part sneaking in because Atlanta ain't had a season this year. That's the only reason. Because Atlanta is a great show. It is. That, all right. So uh, what we, that was that was all right, this year. So what we doing? What? What nah, the shot? Nice, or Atlanta? Atlanta. Atlanta oh, wasn't this yeah, year. Yeah, no, Atlanta wasn't. Well, you right, put so ballers up there. I mean, other than ballers. that, you still got Stranger Things too. Yeah. 
Hey, look, hey, look, the way Ballers Ballers ended there. there last season, yeah, and I knew they was going to cancel that show because of what they did um, as far as for the players and everything. I knew they was about to cancel Ballers because it would have caused for the players to start revolting. Like, they exposed some stuff and how these owners really think about the players. Ballers was a dope-ass mm-hmm. show. Yeah, the Rock did his thing. Only thing I always yeah. complain about Ballers was that episodes was always too short. I always wanted the hour episodes or now. Exactly. All right, so all right, so let's make this list. What are we doing? I like Ballers F half. Nope. Okay. I'm good with Ballers being F five. Oh no. You know what I gotta be in F five? What? I shouldn't be knocked out. Orange is the new black. I heard the last season was ass, though. I didn't even get to watch that show, but I heard the last season that great? was ass. I hated the nah. fucking ending. That made Piper look the so ending, weak. The ending did suck, but, I mean, you got to think about it. The Game of Thrones ended suck, too, but that shit was still lit. Yeah, but here's the thing. So, I mean, between those shows, two, that'll probably be within five. No, nah, but yeah, here's the thing. Uh, we nah. say shows. Here's what we giving credit for. And I guess the criteria put... for people. Hold, hold on, hold on, real quick. When we say the top shows of 2019, we mean the ones that had you glued to your seat, the ones that people kept raving about and talking about, not the shows that just because they was around for a long time, they put together some bullshit in the last season and said, "Here y'all go." I'm sorry, Game of Thrones is disqualified for that last season that they gave us. It was ass. For it, for it to end the way that it did and all the mishaps and the fuck-ups, and we talking about the budget being like $10 million for each show, that show was ass the last season. It was. It was complete trash. Out of eight episodes or six episodes, I think we appreciated probably one episode out of that. And it's the same with Power. Power has become so much of a soap opera, and we even stopped really talking about it on the show. That it, that's it just like next week. Yeah, and it does come back next week, but it was ass. So I'm talking yeah. about the shows that were good, that made you either pissed off that it was leaving, or the ones that say that got you saying, I can't wait for next season. Those are the ones that I'm talking about. So that's so, why I put, I definitely put Ballers there because I I wouldn't mind another season of Ballers. Denzel Washington's son did his thing. This is good, man. Yeah. The dude Charles, I like him a lot. Yeah. Godfather Harlem, to me, that's another one that we could throw in there. Personally, I'm waiting yeah. for the second yeah. season. Incredible first season. I mean, best music, like, ever on a TV show is up there, too. Exactly. <laughs> Hands down, best soundtrack for a TV show. <laughs> this beast is killing it right now. Exactly. I don't know. I like Ballers at five and Godfather and Harlem at four. I'm good with that. But to me, I'm going to tell you right now, we could sit here for another 30 minutes 
if when they uh, see us that. is not in the top three, I was about to say, if if when they see us is not nah, in the top if, three, if, it, if, if anything, if you going off that, nah, I already, I mean, my decisions, I already switched it, and I'm sure that we'll probably agree on it. When they see us, it'll probably be number one, because that's something that we'll probably love to see continue on, but it's actually just based on a real story, and that's something that we always been talking about and still, still can talk about and probably actually would watch again, though. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm putting that as number one, and I'm good with that. Snowfall, Snowfall at two. Snowfall at two. And if we're talking about, I don't know, man. I mean, I got to throw some comedy in there. I mean, if anything, we're talking about TV series. Since Orange New Black can't be on there, and, and I agree with you on that. I wouldn't put that on my top five if we talk about it now. But I want to put Big Mouth on there. Like, I can't wait for the next season that. that's going to come out. Oh, my God. I didn't get to that's, see that. That's too see hilarious, it. John. It's it's yeah. hilarious to the point, like, you'll binge watch it. you just like, oh, I got to see what they're going to come out with next. Gotcha. Okay. And I mean, it's talked it about right. everywhere. So, if anything, that should probably be five. And then, let me see, we got one, two. <laughs> Thirteen reasons. Like, no. Thirteen reasons. You know how Thirteen Reasons is actually dope, though. It's a great show. And um, and another honorable mention. Uh, what is that? Working Moms was dope. Okay. Yes. Another one I throw out there. To be honest, um, another show I'll throw out there is American Horror Story. That previous season, Apocalypse. That was in 2019. That was in the beginning of 2019. I rock with that season. But I, I'm not going to throw it in there, but I like that. That season was dope to me. It was the hype the of the one first with, of the year. Yeah. So uh, one is when they Speaking see, of, mm, so, I don't know. I can't wait. They come out to another season, but I don't know if I'll put that in my top five. What's up? Uh, American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they talking about they working on even another one. Because the one that they just came out with, it, it that wasn't it. I'm just going to be honest. It wasn't it. That, what the fuck was that joint called? 1981, where they basically was doing, like, slasher films and paying tribute to, like, Jason and all them. Yeah, I, it was okay, but I was just like, mm, nah. <laughs> nah, this ain't it. Exactly. <laughs> Um, all right, so number one is when they see us. Number two is snowfall. What do we have in number three? Are we going nine one one? Are we going like what are we going? I like Godfather. I'm I'm okay with that. Just from me seeing some stuff being exposed with that show. No, no I'm sorry. Watchmen. I'm sorry, Watchmen. Oh well, Watchmen. Oh yeah. My bad. Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely I agree with that. Watchmen number three. All right, the number four, Godfather Harlem. And then what's going to be number five? Is it going to be 911? Is it going to be like, what are, what are we going to do? I don't know. I'm not really geeked to see another episode of 911. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. They did a great job in the storyline and like Buck suing them. And, you know, it was a good season, but you're right. The fact that they now about to do a spinoff. And it's gonna be nine one one in Dallas, Texas. Like oh, to me, I'm not excited. 
Yeah, I'm not excited yeah, for that. Yeah. I'm going to be real. I'm not excited. So, Andrew uh, Bassett. I'm going to kill the captain. I think the captain might have died. He's sick. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If the captain if the captain dies, we we may can revisit this list and throw it back in there. If captain if the captain dies, but for right now, it's hard for me to put it at number five. It is a dope ass show though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. On my on my personal list, I wouldn't put it there, but on my personal list, a million news pages up there. But that's a family uh-huh. show, man. That's real. Man, my personal joint is Big Mouth. I'm waiting on that next episode to come out or next series to come out so that way I can binge binge watch that. Yeah. How about we number five? All right, go ahead. How about we all all just give you our number five, our old number five, and close it out because we got other things we need to talk about real quick. All right, cool. All right, so go ahead. Um, All right, so number five. Big Mouth. Uh-huh. For me, I, I have... I got a million little... Okay, so you got that. Um, you said what you got? For me, I'm... What you got, Mr. Jones? Uh, a million little things. All right, a million little things. All right, for me, I got Handmaid's Tales, man. It's a good show. That's my That's my fifth spot. The handmade sales. Yep, the handmade sales. Yo, bro, and, and the thing is, it's so surreal. And I honestly think that some shit like this can happen one day with millennials being the way that they are, being so focused on their career, and not wanting to start a family because of you know the price of living and everything in America is going up. Something like this could happen, especially with the motherfuckers we got in government now. Like this would be perfect for Mike Pence to start. Like, this is a show about Mike Pence, in a way. <laughs> like, you got to watch it. It's basically, it's basically the U.S. population is decreasing at a rapid pace. People aren't having babies anymore. They're choosing their careers over, um, uh, they're choosing their careers over having over, So the government, yeah, over a family. So the government steps in, and what they do is, if you're gay, and you're a woman, you get sent, oh, like, you become a handmaid, and, like, if, you, if you're if you a gay male, you basically get killed. That's what happens with you. And so what happens is if they show on your records that, like, they go through everybody's medical records, so, of course, they violate HIPAA laws, but they go through everybody's medical records, and if you've been pregnant before, no matter if you had a miscarriage, an abortion, whatever, they make you a handmaid, and then if you're the wife of, like, a top government official and you can't have kids, then they assign you a handmaid. And the husband is supposed to essentially sleep with the handmaid so they can bear a child and then keep the population of the earth. And if you get out of line, then you get killed, plain and simple. You just, you get killed. Yeah, it was good show, though. It is. <sighs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, y'all want to keep it in the table, or do y'all want to do a sports one real quick? Man, we can do a sports one. All right, let's do it. So we're going to start off with this. 
top NFL player this 2019. Who was the best this season? Uh, well, you got to say Lamar Jackson. To me, that's no, he's number one, especially what he's been able to do with that Ravens team. I like Lamar. Yeah, Lamar's number one. Let's just put Lamar at number one, Zeus. Uh, number two, I, I like Russell still, man. I think Russell's a solid number two. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I can throw him out there. Or uh, Mike, or Michael Thomas, though. Michael Thomas. Yeah, but I guess the question is, who's meant more to their team, and who's been that one constant? Um, we can arguably say Michael Thomas has meant more to the Saints, especially with the injuries that they've had on offense and everything. With at quarterback, it even at running back, with Alvin Kamara being banged up, yeah. and he still makes it happen. So I'm good with that. He's got 145. Well, I wouldn't say more to the Saints. I, I think a lot of people been watching Michael Michael Thomas just because he's trying to break records. Everybody watch people that try to break records. He broke so. it. He, oh, yeah. and and he's still put. See, that's what I'm saying. So even with that even being said, it's still a name. It's still a household name, even if you're not even from that division or um, even like that team that you're uh-huh. here. So I think he should be on the list or considered. That's too. They got 145 yeah. catches, 1600. I'm not even going to do that as a Cowboys fan. I, I'm not. I get what you're saying, 
Mr. Jones, but I can't. And if we I'm made not even going to I was actually going to throw him out there just to be trolling. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to try to take it serious. <laughs> and <laughs> you threw and that man out there, it. though. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, all right, but hold on. Check this out. All right, so number four, we got to throw somebody out there from the 49ers. But, okay, 49ers. Okay. I, I, but I actually – I don't even got Bosa. I got more so Richard Sherman. I think Sherman has done more than Bosa. That's just my opinion of him being, you know, an emotional leader and everything. Yeah, championship pedigree and everything. I like Richard Sherman for this year. Um, Or no, 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 I'm sorry. You know what? Forgive me. I take that back. Number four needs to be Tredavious White for the Buffalo Bills, man. That dude has changed games. He's changed game. Love the, uh, you got to give some love to Buffalo. I don't give Chandler Jones, though. I like love for the defense. He got 19 sacks despite the playing for sorry-ass Arizona. Yeah, but I'm talking about Tredavious White, the, the, the defensive back for the Bills. He's been leading. You got to realize, they, left, yeah, they lost he Gilmore. Can't. Yeah, I was about to say, they lost Gilmore to the Patriots. Everybody wrote that secondary off, and Tredavious White basically said, no, I'm here, and my side of the field is locked down. All y'all got to do is worry about your side. I got my side. Ain't nobody going to throw over here, and if they think they are, I'm going to take that shit from them. So I got Tredavious White at number four. And then – Man, number five, y'all may not agree with this, but I don't give a damn what you got to say. Anytime a man is 42 years old, he's still out there throwing blocks. He's still out there leading his team. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. You got to go Tom. You got to go Thomas Edward Patrick Brady the third, sir. They still in it. And they in it to win it. The only edge I would give other than that maybe would be Stephon Gilmore. You may can give him that over Brady, but it, you, you got to throw one of the two on there. That's my number five. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> he don't want to agree, oh, but well, he got to. I, I don't. It's like, God. Like, why, why are y'all always – and it for cheating, man. Like, oh no. First of all, stop with the cheating stuff. Please stop. Stop with I, the cheating stuff. You know who I rather on some real stuff. Stop. Oh, man. Just stop. Stop. Just stop with the cheating stuff. Second McCaffrey. He's second in the league in Russia. You know you know who I give it and to on that team more losing. as a defensive player is Stephen Gilmore. Yeah. Like I yeah. give it to yeah, him. Stephon How about Gilmore. That? I just said that. I said either Stephon Gilmore or you can go uh, Tom Brady, one of the two. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, let's not mention his name. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think to no, this year was Jeffrey. his year. It was, it was – ah, I don't know. We'll see what these playoffs do. Yeah, Justin McCaffrey. I'm sorry. He's second in the league in Russia. He got 100. Who's McCaffrey? Man, look. No, nah, look. Okay, he has a hundred is he over Tom Brady? Is he over Tom Brady? He got a hundred catches and he ran it back. He's the second leading rusher in the league and his team <laughs> second. <Yeah>. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 he was able to 
Yeah, he's definitely one to mention. He's a dude from Kansas. He took over the game. I had to put him there. Like <laughs> it wasn't supposed to go that way. <laughs> like he was on the little Wayne wing. You feel me? And he surpassed Wayne, man. Like looking down on Wayne right now. That so uh, R and B definitely. Beyonce definitely had to be up there. I mean, what hasn't she done this decade? And then she ended the year quite nicely with her homecoming um, on Netflix, too. Great performance. She's pretty much putting herself as one of the top performers of all time this decade. I mean, classic after classic albums from, like, Lemonade before, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Beyonce is definitely on that list for this decade. I mean, but why wouldn't she? I mean, but why? I mean, you got to think about it. Beyonce is pretty much the name that's right there considered right there under Michael Jackson or Prince or whatever you order you want to put it in, Michael Jackson, Prince, Beyonce. That should just be the three right there if you want to talk about it. Maybe you want to throw in some other names, you know, James Brown, Elvis Presley, people of that sort. But, uh, you know, if you go off of who, where people come to see people perform, I mean, come on now. You got to give it to the woman. I mean, her songs are phenomenal. And then MC words itself, right now I know he's not here, but I'm sure he would be able to tell you when you go to one of her shows, it's like one of the most electrifying things that you've seen probably from The Rock taken off his sleeve by the lay of smack it down in the ring or something. I don't know. But it's definitely going to leave an impact. Definitely. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, if anything right now, I mean, she probably our front runner. She's probably number one. I wouldn't say the, I wouldn't deny it. I think Beyonce should be number one. Because other than that, I mean, who else, who else would knock her out of that? I mean, you other, you do have other people that had their own other following that had major impacts. You can't forget like the Lady Gaga. You can't forget Frank Ocean. Those are two strong people that had their own following. And we're talking about a decade. I'm not gonna be biased. Which is true. Oh man, Kanye! I think Kanye should actually be in top five, and I hate to say it. Oh, definitely, definitely, because his influence in music alone—he changed the game a lot of times with his music. Man, a lot of people try to mimic his sound throughout the decade. So I would, I would put him up there. What about Jay? I wouldn't say he'll make top five for the last ten years. You know who I knock him out with for the last ten years, and and it's sad to say. You kind of have to agree with me because they kind of just humbly pieced the pieced out his Nicki Minaj. Mm. Yeah, that's like and we're just talking about music artists for the last ten years. 
Yeah. I mean, we talking hip hop, hip hop, like true. Oh yeah, just music. No other endeavors. Not not nothing other than just music. Currency would be number five on my list. Honestly, that dude that came out with over a hundred (laughs) albums. Yeah, but you can't put it in the top five. You can't. You can't. You can't let. uh, your personal no fame take over what everybody else worked and done and their impact over everything else. I think I, I think I mentioned Lupe. Which is true. As I think he deserves to be up there. As I think he deserves to be up there. I didn't even mention Lupe. It's about Kendrick Lamar. I will put him up there, but if was his impact for the whole um years. I, I don't. I think he only had like a six-year run. Or am I losing time? No, that's it. You're completely, you're completely correct. That's the only reason I wouldn't give it to him. Because sure. he even took time off, and, and the time in between, you got to think about everybody else. Like, okay, versus like, okay, Beyonce's like she took time off, but then. She gave you documentaries of her time off. That's pretty much viewership of her life. So it's like you ain't really taking no time off. You just made us anticipate some shit for greatness. But you could say the same thing about Jay Z and Impact, though. Like whole opening up and doing Rock Nation throughout that time. Still coming up with classic albums like Blueprint Three, um, American Gangster, stuff like that. Like he still that was the last thing thing is. Yes, Blueprint Three came out in '09. Oh no, they came out in '09. American Gangster came out 2011, and then he did Watch the Throne in 2013, and then the rest, man, <laughs> until four, four, four. But would you put Rihanna in that decade list? Oh, why wouldn't I? I mean, she's pretty much the front runner to take over to be the queen right now. I mean, if she continues music and Beyonce retires any day, who else is going to be the the, the queen in R&B right now? I mean, uh, Rihanna, until she comes back, is in semi-retirement because she's doing so great in the fashion industry. You know what I mean? She really don't have to come back to music. And to be honest with you, I think she should trade lightly before she come out with a flopping album and that put her music career in a, in a crisis. But, you know, every... I would say I, I every legend a, has one. Every legend has I one. Think and they bounce back. She's incapable, she's incapable of taking out bad music. I think she's going to do great. All right, let's start to find this list so far. So we got Beyonce at number one. you agree? Of course. What about Drake at number two? Hmm. I don't know. Man, he got a lot of facts behind him, man. He pretty much was in the Billboard Top 100 the whole decade, every week. (laughs) I mean, every song, I mean, every year, he came up with a different hit. 
like you said, taking somebody else's style and making it famous. And then you got to think about the Meek Mill beef. He made that. He turned back-to-back into a Grammy-nominated song. I mean, a Grammy-winning song. Like, back-to-back was probably the best diss song this decade, period. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so the two people that I want to argue for Drake, Bruno Mars and Lady Gaga. You can and then, both of them are pop, though. They're not R&B, right? Okay, all right. So we go pop, we can exclude those. Okay, both of them are pop. That's the only reason. So I see where you're coming from. Well, then what about Kanye and Nicki? She came out with Pink Friday in 2019. So that she started, kind of started that wave off. You got to think about it. Drake wasn't really popping right then and there. He was. He was on the rise. But it was between those two because that's when Wayne got locked up, I believe. But nothing was the same came out. And that's a classic. And then Take Care came out. That's a classic. I don't know, man. I, I, I will put Drake over Nicki. But I wouldn't exclude Nikki from the list. Because how I look at it, I got Beyonce, then Drake. Then I'll put Rihanna there. Then I will squeeze in Nikki at four. That's probably mm-hmm. how I would look at it. Dang, so who's going to be five? And so, Gucci. <laughs> so, nah, go ahead, Mo. And that would be actually a <laughs> that would be one of my honorable mentions, just because uh, I would say definitely Gucci. But if not, uh, that'll be like one Threw of my uh, trap influences of uh, the decade. But um, if not him, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'll go because I'm thinking. I'm still thinking J Cole and Kendrick because they had a phenomenal. Around too as well, but it's like Kendrick took that time off. J Cole was kind of late into his run, and he just started branching out with other people in his run. Let's let's do this though. Let's do this. I'm gonna name Kendrick last three albums. I'm gonna name J Cole last three albums, and you tell me what's better. So you got Forest Hill Drive. We already had this debate before. We already had this debate before. We we had it on the show. Well, you, you know I agree I with J. Cole. To... I like J. Cole album more. But as far as an overall basis, I think Kendrick's was kind of constructed better. Now, Kanye's double five. Why are we even discussing all this? Kanye's double five. All right, so. Kanye's number five, period. <laughs> but, so Beyonce. But then again, nah. But then again, nah. Kanye should be number four. Nicki should be number five. Sorry, like Kanye had more of a. And who was two? Yeah, so. I, I said oh yeah. Two. <laughs> the light skin guy. 
of Beyonce and Drake. Who number three? Mm. I don't know. I have to go Rihanna. Kanye. Yeah. Rihanna. Yeah. Nikki. I would say. I would say Kanye at three. Yeah, I would say Kanye. Nope, because you know you got to put Kanye there because Rihanna has been taking causes oh, yeah. of her career too as well. Kanye consistently been putting out music. Well, he took a he took a little pause too between um, graduation and uh, well, then again he did Watch the Throne between that. Uh huh. Did Watch the Throne, and then also he uh, started uh, Good Music. He did that album. Yeah, that album was dope. That album was dope. And then my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was probably hip hop album of the decade for real, for real. Be took over one of the, uh, the the most phenomenal tracks from one of the worst breaking out artists ever with Panda. That's another story. He ruined that boy's career. Yeah, Kanye's number three. <laughs> so Beyonce, Beyonce, Drake, Kanye, Rihanna, and Nicki. I can live with that. I can live with that. Yeah. What about you? Out of all these five, out of this this top five, and this is the only reason I can't put in anybody else out of this top five, they put out to music today or tomorrow. They can possibly make a hit, and everybody will be in tune to it, and they are anticipating their next song. It may had a drought, but they still consecutively and also consistently still put out music. Because there's another person I probably want to mention, but I can't because of the albums he put out, and that would probably be Rick Ross. And then also, like, even with him, I still have to consider J. Cole and Kendrick. So those are like my honorable mentions. I can I can see you doing that. I don't I don't blame you for doing that. All right, so we got a little bit of time left. Let's try to knock out one more decade list. Let's do top fighters. This is UFC and boxing top fighters of the decade. Who would you put there? Well, I got Floyd is one. Floyd. Definitely. Yeah, of course. I'm about to say he retired this year, so. <laughs> Floyd probably number one. Um, John Jones is definitely up there, even though in spite of all the legal issues and all that, the crack and all that stuff, he still proved to beat everybody and be dominant. So I would put John Jones up there. Mm. John Jones might be number two. What about Pacquiao? I don't know. Pacquiao had to be up there. But then it's like, if you think about the decade, it's like, mm, I don't know. You still have a lot of 
undefeated fighters? Well, I mean, well, you know, we talking about the span of the past ten years, though. I mean, Pacquiao has some classics. I mean, win or lose, I mean, we seen him get slept. We seen him sleep, people. We seen him get robbed. All the way to him coming back, and as we speak today, in the end of twenty nineteen, he's a champion. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I would consider maybe putting Pacquiao out there, but not like on the tip, tip top of that list. I mean, if you want to go back to MMA, though, I mean, GSP, George St. Pierre, was definitely doing that decade list in mine. Like, that dude was phenomenal in that decade as far as MMA and everything, as far as winning fights. He just had okay. a falling so out. So, would you put GSP over Conor McGregor and Max Holloway? Yes and yes. Holloway, definitely. Conor... Connor, yes, because Connor ain't started really getting noticed till like 2014 or 15, and Connor ain't become a star till like 2016. Like GSP, been, he's been a, he was a star before that decade. It was a star throughout. And John Jones, I mean, he just dominated. He's the best pound from pound. He's considered probably the best pound-for-pound pound MMA fighter of all time. All right, where I get GSP, he was 7-0 for the decade. You said what? you want to go with that, he was 7-0 and for the decade. Yeah. GSP is definitely up there. I would put GSP at number three behind Floyd and John Jones. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah, they both was pretty incredible. I mean, if Anderson Silva fucked up the end of his career, he had definitely been up there too, but he fucked up the end of his career. Being cocky and all that, and he got caught, and then he broke his leg, and it was over after that. But if he never did that, Anderson Silva would probably be up there, like number two over John Jones, but Anderson Silva messed that up. I mean, would you put Canelo on that list? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying, I don't know. There's still some other fighters. I got to think as far as. Yeah. It's probably some other fights if you think about it that you can name over him. I mean, Amir Khan was pretty decent, and you know he got caught. I mean, because Wilder didn't have a, a decent decent run. I'm not sure when he started though. That's the only thing though. Man, like 2000, 2000 I want to say twelve, thirteen. But you know, heavyweights ain't been popping until the last few years or so. But you got Terrell Gotti you can put in that list. All the classic boys he had. I mean, if you want to say Winky Wright, you can put Winky Wright there. You got Marco Antonio Barrera up there. I mean, you got, you got the Terrence Crawford, Errol Sprint. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. 
got the Clifford brothers up there too. Lomachenko. I mean, Andre Ward. Andre Ward, honestly, but probably Andre Man, Ward. I don't know. Matter of fact, I don't know. Canelo might. I don't know. Canelo, he might. I don't know. He might be number five or four. You could really obviously put him up there. Nah, no, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Because he is, he is the money maker in boxing right now, and he just put on a classic series with Triple G, and he's considered the best pound for pound today. He learned that lesson. He learned that lesson from Floyd and kept it moving. But you gotta put Pacquiao up there, though. Nah, can't. Not over, not over our list. I can't put Pacquiao. I can't put Pacquiao over Canelo. Can't put him over GSP. Can't put him over John Jones. Nah, I can't. Some of the whole decade because I can put Miguel Cotto over um, Canelo. If we talking about the decade, Miguel Cotto had a great decade. The classic he had. Matter of fact, facts. One of the first fights he ever watched together was Toto getting his revenge on Margarita. When he found out, you know, his hands was taped and all that after the first fight. He watched that as with his lad together. Even the still, I can't, I can't put Pacquiao over. Uh, shit, man, I don't know, man. I, don't, I wouldn't put Pacquiao over Terrence Crawford. Oh, you disrespected Pacquiao. Pacquiao is the only boxer that won championships in eight divisions. Eight different divisions Pacquiao won a championship. And he's currently a but champion. Did that happen in the last Start- 10 years, though? Yeah, it started in 2009. Remember, he got one of the biggest knockouts ever with Ricky Hatton. That's how he started his decade. I mean, but the knocks on him is he lost the fight to Floyd, and then nobody can take out their mind, out their mind, him laying on his face at the end of the sixth round. But in spite of all that, he wins his big fight because he doesn't get screwed by the refs, which happened a few times. And he's currently a champion today. But then again, I mean... If I put Pacquiao on that list, I would put Ronda Rousey over Pacquiao, honestly. Even though that sounds crazy. But she pretty much dominated MMA women still recently. You know what I mean? She had oh, a man. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. It's like, I don't know. If, if, I, if I had to do that and just to be, just to make a list, just to put in people of top five of different categories, then I have to go Floyd, John Jones. Canelo, Ronda, then Pacquiao. So you got Canelo at number three? Yeah. That's going to be a tough sell, brother. 
I mean, because if anything, I mean, I can't put GSP in that list because John Jones trumped GSP and that knocks out the conversation. And then if you go with female MMA, Ronda Rowney is, is pretty much over Nunez in a sense. Even though Nunez beat everybody, though. Nunez beat everybody. Yeah, which is true. But she's still, I would say, is more favorable and then more, yeah, over the decade. Yeah, so, yeah, you have to go with Nunez and me uh, with Ronda Rousey. And then, like, if you're talking about experienced fighters, then you would go with Pacquiao. I mean, Canelo at number three is just because he's pretty much Mayweather in boxing right now. I'm not That's saying true. as far as fi- style and fighting, but as far as money goes, money. being one of the best paid yeah. fighters, like he is, he is number one. He is the money maker right now. All right, man, let's tap it. <laughs> I like that list. Well, yeah, Ronda Rousey had to be on this. It's too much. In- it wouldn't be women's MMA. Without Ronda Rousey, you definitely wouldn't. That That's why I respect that. That's why I put her, put her at number four. Uh-huh. So we got Floyd Mayweather, John Jones, Canelo, Ronda Rousey, and Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. I like that list. Let's see what MT had to say about it. But yeah, we got a couple of minutes left, man. I just want to. Oh, say I'm sure he got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to do debate about it throughout the week, though. But Happy New Year to everybody, and I really hope everybody 2020 was better than their 2019 to just continue to progress forward as a culture and here as a show, man. So you got anything to say, man? Wrap up the year? Uh, shoot. I just want to tell everybody, man, continue being great. And um, also, shoot it. Anything the TMS squad can do for you, um, we're always here for you. You know, we appreciate all our listeners, everybody that supports us, everybody that um, contributes, everybody that uh, participates in anything that we do as far as links, questions, uh, our debate group, um, just liking our channels. Hey, we love you, and if we can help you, hey, we're always there. Just let us know. And just go into this new year with just positivity and courage and just the best release that you have. So, just with that being said, I mean, this is just the truth. And this is Mr. Jones, a.k.a. Sam Jones, and Mr. Come First of the Gather Respect Me. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's. And uh, just before you go, best believe you check out... um, our interview of the part two. Um, Derek Ross is on YouTube now. That's on Too Much Show, One Word. Just put it all together on YouTube. It should pop up. You know our logo. If not, then just check out Facebook. It's Too Much Show official page. And our IG, Too Much Show official page as well. And we appreciate y'all just signing off, man. Happy New Year. Don't get too wasted. Make sure you be responsible. Ubers, man. Ubers. Feed taxi rides. That's how you do it. <laughs> Tea. <laughs> Tea.